Hello everyone and welcome back to Nerd Talk. Today we're going to be talking about Thor Ragnarok 2 or uh, Thor Love, Love and Thunder. Thunder. Uh, we'll, we'll do a brief non-spoiler part and then we'll get into spoilers because I think most people don't e either don't care about spoilers or have seen the movie. So, uh, Wait, it's not... Spoilers for this, this highly impactful stuff totally like a lot of stuff totally happens is irreversible stuff in this amazing movie it's not very good but the thing that is puzzling me about all the criticism i agree with the criticism but Wait, it's what is, we what what is the criticism of this film i haven't looked at criticism that like that there that it's like too jokey and like nothing happens and stuff and it's like you these are from the same people that like ragnarok like i agree yeah. with those criticisms 100 percent but where was the same energy with yeah, Ragnarok? Ragnarok, was, Ragnarok the was the same except worse. Like I felt like there were less jokes in this than Ragnarok. Yeah, uh, we 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 criticized Ragnarok. I don't remember if we did nerd talk on it. But we criticized on it for how jokey it was. It has Ragnarok has a ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes and an eighty seven percent audience. I thought Ragnarok. I thought Ragnarok as a random ass comedy was a fine movie. As a Thor movie, it's horrible. Thor: Love and Thunder has a 67% uh, 67% Rotten Tomatoes and 80% audience score. So the audience score is pretty similar, but I, uh, yeah, the critics. I don't love understand Ragnarok. how you like Ragnarok and don't like this one. I don't like right. either of them. <laughs> I don't uh, understand. Uh, when you say you don't like, like, is that a below a five? Like, are you saying these are below average movies? Uh, as a Thor movie, yes, both of them. Okay. As Thor movies, they are, but they are under a five. But if as you like were, a, if you if you weren't a comic book fan, you didn't love Thor. What do you think? You think you would still be like? Then I would probably be like they're all. They make, a, they make him a big dumb idiot. Like if if, like, yeah, if I wasn't funny. a if I wasn't a fan of like Thor or comics or anything like that, then I'd probably think these are okay. Like maybe a six, max a seven. But one thing that they, at least they learned in this movie, unlike Ragnarok, which I get, I did a review of it, I think. I don't remember. But I've talked about it on streams at least before, is the fact that Ragnarok undercut a lot of the action, like, just cutting. Literally, like, the action would get to something interesting, and then they'd cut. At least this movie, they don't do that. So at least he learned that. Like, I thought this was better than Ragnarok. Not much better, but better. Uh, I liked it better than Ragnarok, too. Um, which I didn't... I I guess I didn't realize Ragnarok had such, like, a... Like a everyone loved it so people much. love I, ragnarok i did not think ragnarok was very good at all in fact i thought it was i thought it, i thought this was much better than ragnarok i, I don't think i could watch ragnarok again um, ragnarok was tough i'm, I'm evenly i all i remember what happened to ragnarok and i think it's because of the meme is her coming out and he being like oh, i can't beat you but she but he can um and i remember that they had the whole stupid asgard isn't a place it's weird, yeah, that know. that was so annoying when like it's Asgard the... gets destroyed and they just make a joke about it. It's like, yeah. oh come it's not, on, it's not dude. a it's not a place. It's just a. Is that when Heimdall died, or he died the one before that? He died in Infinity War. Uh, uh, he okay. he. Uh, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, Th Thanos murders him along with Wait. everyone else inside the ship. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty. Yeah. I think I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he dies in the beginning of Infinity War. I don't think he dies in uh, Ragnarok. Unless I maybe he remember. does. I don't remember, dude. It's been so Let's long. See. I could be wrong. I feel like he doesn't if anywhere. But uh, something that I want to say about this movie is yeah, he dies. He dies in anywhere. Okay, that's what I thought. Not every Marvel movie needs to be an ensemble. It's really annoying. I feel like the last Marvel movie that was an ensemble was actually like focused on the main character was like Homecoming. I think that was like the last MCU movie where it's like, yeah, this is. Peter doing his thing, and obviously they're side characters because it's a movie, but it's yeah. primarily Peter doing his thing okay, instead of I'll, I'll everyone and their buddies doing it, you know? I'll say one thing, and it's probably like nostalgia bait. I give, I give uh, No Way Home a pass for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, because... I give, because like that, that was legitimately a good movie, and I love to see the Spider-Man, I love to see the old villains, so maybe it's just nostalgia, but all the other ones I agree with you on, that one I give a pass to. Yeah, that well, I'm saying there Marvel has done good ensemble movies. What I'm saying is that when not every single one everyone needs everyone to be an down. ensemble. Like, it feels everyone like ever down. since, like, uh, Winter Soldier they've done it. Because I really like Winter Soldier, but it's, like, it's Cap and Black Widow and Falcon, and they're all... Go like, what it's was, a... I really like Winter was, Soldier. But I feel like was, that really kicked off the, oh, every movie needs to be, like... There's not a main character, really. There's kind of a main character, but they really share the screen with everyone yeah, else. See. So you <laughs> like, had Love and Thunder, you have Doctor Strange, you had No Way Home, you had Eternals, you had... Sh was Shang-Chi an ensemble movie? Uh, I mean, I, he... You had him it, and his friend. I, I guess, I guess that's kind of about Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi's so forgettable, though. Yeah. Like, it's Black not bad, Widow, but Black, it's just... Black Widow's kind of ensemble. Black Widow is. It's her and her sister. Oh, and, like, no, her we had, we had, you had the great Captain Marvel we never watched. Yeah, we never... Um, that's the only MCU movie I haven't seen. We might have to do an episode on that. Watch it and just. I don't know if I'll watch that. 
<laughs> Come on, might as well. Uh, but yeah, yeah. not. Uh, anyways, long story short, before we get into spoilers, this movie is not very good. I would not recommend seeing it unless if you don't care about Thor at all and you just want to have a good time at the theater and like laugh, then you might like it. But if you like Thor, if you like who he is in the other movies, then you might, unless you like Ragnarok, then you might not like this one because they just, they, his character development goes out the window. Like, he's he, just... Thor's character development goes backwards. In yes. Movies. Like, All they right. literally go backwards. It's, it's very, very strange. And it's like, it's like Taika Waititi looks at these movies and it's not like he's like, how do we progress the character? Which, you know, Chris Hemsworth talks about. Like, you know, I'll, I'll keep playing as long as it's interesting and he progresses and it's like, well, you're doing the opposite with him. Like, you're... Yeah. You're making he's him an idiot, and he just learns all his lessons. They do it in the first act of the movie, but okay. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get into spoilers now. There's your warning. That's the non-spoiler part. Now we're getting into spoilers. So in preparation for this, I did read the comic this was based off of, and it's, it's really good. It's based off of, uh, I don't remember the name of it. I just read the issues. It's um, it's the series where it's actually an interesting concept. It tells a story from Thor of three different Thors. Thor, like, ye- like thousands of years ago, like, a thousand or two thousand years ago the current avenger thor and then the like in the future um like uh odin thor essentially he takes the place of odin and it's really interesting and then it like ties them all together and stuff it's a really good uh, it's a really good book so it, that was the god butcher arc and something that uh was really missing from the the movie that was in the comic is there's two main themes in that there's two main elements which is one is thor kind of slowly realizes that or thinks maybe Gore is right and maybe the world would be better without gods. Because, like, throughout the, like, at first he's very much gung-ho about, okay, you know, I need to stop this guy. He's slaughtering gods. Who is this dude? I gotta stop him. Wait, and he's wait. like... Gore, Gore slaughters gods? I don't remember seeing that. Oh, yeah. In the movie, he doesn't. He he slaughters... He kills Aegon. one, like... <laughs> that's a, yeah. Slaughter. But in, the, in the comic, he kills so many for literally over thousands of years. But in his introduction in the comic is cool. Uh, so, okay, I'll, I'll cover that real quick. His introduction in the comic is... it's Again, it's like 2,000 years ago or whatever. Uh, or a thousand years ago, Thor it, at this time is young. He's not. He doesn't even have Mjolnir yet. He's like he's not worthy of Mjolnir yet. So he just goes around with his big old axe. And he, what he does for fun is he goes and fights other gods. So he goes and he's on Earth and he's like, I'm gonna go fight these people. Like the uh, I can't like the Saxons gods. I can't remember who it is. But he's like, I'm gonna go fight their gods. So he goes. He's like, Where are they? Then he sees one of their gods on his horse, headless, just falling from the sky. And he's like. Oh, how that happened! And then he goes and investigates, and it's Gore, and Gore just beats his ass. But then uh, Gore's like, "What are you, the god of?" He's like, "I'm the god of thunder." So Thor essentially gets away because he strike, he hits him with lightning, even though he's the god of thunder. But he hits him with lightning and like barely escapes, and then a lot of other stuff happens. But uh, like I was saying, the two main elements to the comic are. Thor uh, slowly starts to think that maybe Gore has a point and gods are bad because he goes and he talks to like the god of the, like the librarian god and he's like, hey, uh, tell me about all the missing gods. Like, where's that section of the library? And then the librarian's like, oh, it's over here, blah, blah. God just disappears sometimes. No one cares. And he's like, here's the books. And, the, and there's so many books. And he's like, there's that many missing gods? And the dude's like, yeah, who cares? Gods don't matter. No one cares. And so Thor's like slowly realizing, yeah, gods don't even, they don't care about their subjects. They don't care about their fellow gods. These, like, they're kind of dickheads. And so in the end, he kind of has like, when he gets to stop Gore, he kind of has hesitation because he's thinking maybe he's right. And that's a theme that plays throughout the book. Another theme is Gore slowly becoming a hypocrite and realizing, oh, I'm, except he kind of realizes it, but denies it, that he turns into a god. Because throughout the book he's been killing gods for thousands of years like slaughtering them until he runs upon the god of bombs <laughs> and the god of bombs he rips his eyelids out so he can't blink and he has to see everything but uh he, he finds the god of bombs and he gets that dude to help him build like a giant bomb that will go throughout time and kill all gods it sounds stupid on paper but in the book it works and it's really good but anyways he does that and like he uh so in the movie, he ha- it's just a big sword that can kill gods and, like, cast shadows for some reason. And that's that's just it. In the comic, it's a symbiote, but it's not just a symbiote. It's the first ever symbiote that Noel created, who's, like, the creator, like the god of the symbiotes. And so that's why it's so powerful. And it, like, corrupts you. And, yeah, it's super powerful. So 
through that he had like created other things like he has um they're not just random spider monsters like they are in the movie they're called his black berserkers and they're pretty powerful and they like just take out a lot of people so you're saying you're saying you're saying that little kids just couldn't slice through them like butter no, no, those okay. kids would have gotten their ass kicked by the Black Berserkers. But they and, have the power of Thor. And also, like, in the... Like, Noel's essentially unbeatable in the comic. When, like, in the end, all three Thors fight him and he beats them. But how they beat him is Thor, like, goes to the heart of it and is able to take Noel's power from him. Long story short. Like, when he has the, uh, I think it's called, like, the All Black. It has, like, three different names. That first symbiote, the All Black. When he has that, like, they can't, like, they can damage him, but they never actually beat him. They had to take the power from him because he's so powerful. And it's displayed really well in the book, like, how badass Gore is. And also, you get a great job with his origin. That's something that pissed me off about this movie is freaking kick Valkyrie out of here, kick Jane Foster out of here, make it 50% Thor, 50% Gore. Make it like Dark Knight, where it's like 50% Batman, 50% Joker. Like, you need to do that for in this movie to really flesh out Gore, because Gore has, like, yeah. a decent moment. Like, there's we that one... See, yeah. We need to see Gore do something. He kills the first... Which is that still... Like, I understand the introduction. I think the introduction is actually done pretty well. But the the god he killed, it's really weird. Like the CGI or the, the coloring, I don't know what it is. The it, effects are horrible because the god's supposed to be like ten feet tall compared to him, and it looks horrible. Like, it feels like like it was added in last second, and it's really out of place. And especially with like, I get they're trying to go for the vibe that the god doesn't care about his his subjects, but like Christian Bale's like acting his ass off, like like all upset, and this god's just like. It's just the way it looks with how it's acted by that that whoever the character is whoever the actor is it's just really really weird and it took me out of the movie like yeah, immediately it, it was very com awkward completely very conflicting awkward. tones and like you said the effects there suck the See, effects are really weird like, in the comic really you get a whole issue dedicated to his origin and there it's him with a bunch of other people and they're a very re religious people and on their planet it is always day and they're just praying for night like that's what they pray to their gods they're like oh it'll be night one of these days <laughs> but it's just always daytime and it just sucks and so like it opens uh on his like origin issue with his dad having died his mom's with him. She's like, oh, don't worry. He'll be in the sky and see us when it becomes night. Then his mom dies. And then he just keeps going. And they're constantly, like, praying to their gods. Then he gets, like, a, a wife. But his pregnant wife dies. Then he, like, gets another wife and has some kids. His wife and all his kids die. And he eventually just gets fed up and just, like tells all the other people, like, this is just some bullshit, this sucks, these gods don't care about us at all, they stone him and go, like, shut up, heathen, <laughs> and then, uh, some gods crash on his planet, the one that's got the all black, and then one that's, like, some god, and the god's like, help me, he's like, help you? You haven't helped me ever! So he takes the all black from the other dude that's dying, and stabs that god, and that's, like, his initial origin, like, you see him go through so much pain, and, like, you understand it, and it was nice that there were other people, unlike in this, it's like, he doesn't care about his wife at all. We, like, we see that that's his kid, but we never, like, see any actual connect. Like, it's just, you're told to care about that, and you're told that he likes his daughter, and it's, like, it's just, it's not handled well. It should have been more gore and more Thor. Oh, like, we, that we definitely am. Christian Bale did a great job in the movie. Yes, he, gore. that's the best part of the movie. They go to his shadow planet, and... The shadow monsters are entirely stupid, though, and they look stupid. The shadow monsters are really lame. They they're, don't do anything. They're very dumb. But I think we both agreed when we came out of the theater and said that was the best part of the movie where he captures all of them and talks to each of them. It's really yeah. good because it's Christian yeah. Bale being like doing his best and also the writing there was actually good because there's no jokes and it's actually serious yeah. and of course and it also looks good considering a lot of the effects in this movie don't like the whole black and white like the Mjolnir contrasting stuff looks good. Like that part was really well done but a lot of the rest of the movie isn't like it's just it's really stupid so much stupid stuff happens okay well let's go through it so you get you get introduced to gore and then we go to thor and thor's just hanging he's out with, with the, the guardians, guardians yep. and he's with them for all about five and this is what i mean by by thor by thor goes backwards so like thor just wants the guardians to say that he needs them because he's off like fake meditating then he rides stormblaker like a witch and he and these these people on this planet hey, are pa. being attacked by this other people because their god died. I guess Gore killed their god. We don't get to see it, but Gore apparently killed their god. So, like, we need you to stop these people and save our temple. So he goes in there, he kills, like, all the bad guys, but he also completely destroys their temple, right? Like, 
big dumb guy saves everyone. It's like the exact opposite of what he's supposed to. But because he's he, this is how he was when he first got to Earth. But he, we've had yeah. several movies of character development, and we see he's dip like in those other movies. He's different now. But in it this, was... it reverts him back to Thor for th- the first Thor, where he just like just got to Earth and he doesn't know anything. Yeah. So he does that, and then this is an annoying part of the movie. So he gets obviously these people hate these goats. They give him two screaming goats, which I thought was funny like the first one or two times. And then it gets really old. Like, I thought oh, the screaming the was the dumb from the sh- get-go. The only part that I thought was funny where he was talking about eating them. That part, I, I laughed, but well, I the thought, whole I screaming thought the screaming was, was okay like... at first, but then they overblow it so much. Yeah. So then, uh, well, I don't remember what. Well, then I, we, I, I think we, to... we, we switched to Jane Foster, and we see she oh, has yeah. cancer. She's got stage four cancer. She's getting ready to die. So she goes to New Asgard, which because something I got to say is Valkyrie is the worst ruler you could possibly choose. She turns Asgard into a, a joke where they're just doing commercials, and it's a theme park. She opens a Thanos ice cream place, which I don't even need to speak on that because everyone's already talked about how dumb that is. And she it does commercials for Old Spice. There's amusement rides. The children don't know how to fight because they haven't been training she is the worst ruler for asgard you could possibly choose i don't get why she was chosen in ragnarok and also it's so funny like and it's a very modern thing now to act like the word queen doesn't exist where it's like a female king it's like you mean a queen dumbass like she's not trans she's a lesbian she's a queen (laughs) like what is why is she called a king it's so dumb uh, but she like she's the worst ruler you could have. Look what she did to Asgard. They're wholly yeah. unprepared for this attack. Right. Yes, yeah, so Jane Foster. Yeah, Jane Foster goes there and, and like picks up Mjolnir because it calls to her because like she she read in a book that like the person who wields Mjolnir who has the power of Thor is like super healthy. She's also kind of like Why directed Thor to that. Comes back. I don't remember. Thor, so Thor comes back because, remember, well, uh, off-screen, God Butcher cuts off Sif's arm and kills the giant god. Something that would have been really cool to see in yeah. the movie, but oh, instead yeah. it happens off-screen. Yeah, that, that part was funny where he's yeah, like... Maybe your arm is in Valhalla. It, it conflicts later things we saw with Jane Foster. She shouldn't be there. But, uh, yeah, because she... Well, she, she dies after the fight. Yeah, but no, because she didn't survive the fight. She still dies from her wounds she from the fight. She did the fight, then she just dies afterwards. Yeah, but Sif didn't, Gore, wasn't dying. Gore... Sif wasn't dying. She was fine. Oh, she just whatever. lost her arm. So, uh, so he okay. So he goes there, and then Gore comes at the same time. Okay, so so I want to say real quick when Gore shows up, he, he looks different in the comics. Completely different. Like he's just yeah, I know. Christian Bale t- painted white with robes. Something that's funny is. Um, but you see what they said? They did that, right? Yeah, but it's it's stupid. Like they said they like he didn't want to wear a g-string. Put him in shorts. No one would care. Still make him look like the comic character. I'm fine with him not being in a thong. That is fine. Oh, I don't know about that. I was talking about the, like, the Voldemort comparisons. Oh, I saw that about. too, which is really dumb because he looks nothing like Voldemort in the comics. Like he has like he ha- he looks kind of like a, a teeny bit of like a Twi'lek without his like the top of his head is and stuff. He looks nothing like him. But anyways, because uh, I saw Christian Bale saying like he didn't want to wear a G string or whatever, which is like fine. You put him in shorts and no one would complain. Put him in some black shorts. And also he has a design at the end where he's like just. Oh, enveloped in black. But what I was saying is funny is, <laughs> you might think it's funny, is uh, when he shows up, he's like standing in the back and he's like in all white robes. And there is a Somali woman that walks around our neighborhood that <laughs> dresses just like yeah. that. And I immediately thought of that lady. It's like, it's the Somali woman. Cause she just like, no matter, when it was like 100 degrees out there, she used to walk around with her white robes. And that's what I thought of when I saw Cora. I was like, it's the lady from my neighborhood. So immediately I was not afraid of Gore because I'm like, uh, it's the nice little Somali way lady from our neighborhood. Uh, do you see it now? Nothing like that. Uh, um, yeah. So he shows up and he and he. This is the first time you see him cast his shadow monsters, I think, right? He yeah. His sword in the ground. That's and... another thing from the in the comic. Um, uh, so sorry to cut you off, but in the comic. Thor and him have that fight, like I said in the beginning. He he strikes them both with lightning. They both like get knocked their separate ways. And then um, Gore goes to like a cave and basically leaves clues for Thor to go meet him there. Thor goes and um, Thor gets his ass beat and gets uh, trapped. And he's like, I'm going to torture you forever. And he tortures him for 17 days. And then his men show up. And, and Gore's like, yo, I don't want to hurt you guys. The gods are horrible. 
I'm going, they make your life worse. And they're like, oh no, for Thor, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, whatever, and kills him. But it's an interesting contrast to see him, like, initially, because they're, like, trying to beat Gore's ass. And Gore's like, no, I don't want to do this to you guys. You guys have been brainwashed like I was, you know. You got to see the truth. But then they keep trying. He's like, whatever, I kill you. Thor escapes. He has a fight, whatever. And um, something that Gore realized then was, like, he's like, I shouldn't be doing this alone. So that's when he creates his uh, his Black Berserkers. Unlike in this, where he just creates them for no reason, and there's no reason for it. Also, there's not that, like, interesting moment of him fighting humans and being like, I don't want to hurt you guys. That would have been cool to see in the movie. But sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. Yeah, so he releases his Shadow Monsters. They look stupid. They're fighting the townspeople, and they're not killing anyone. Um... Well, maybe they are. You just don't really see it. Then Thor comes and starts with Thor Stormbreaker. He's fighting them. They, they do kill some people because we have the joke okay. later where remember yeah, know, they're like, we saying, miss half our army. Really... It's like, we're always missing half our army. <laughs> we don't, yeah, we don't really see them die. But so then, then Jane Foster shows up at Thor and you get the whole like Thor thing. And this is another one where the jokes are kind of weird with like Thor has like a weird like love triangle with, with oh, yeah. Jolnir and Stormbreaker, like, which is kind of funny at first because he misses Mjolnir. And um, it's like funny the first two times it happens because like Stormbreaker like creeps in off screen like what are you doing? Uh, but then they carry it way too far, like yeah. way too far. Like, the, like I said, one or two times is funny, but then it just also it, like it, six aff times. it affects the plot and not in a way that's consistent. So that like you know with Stormbreaker he's able to use the all frost or the bifrost to um to like teleport them and all that, and he, because Stormbreaker's like oh feelings are hurt or whatever he's not consistent so they can't so they have to go on that ship and blah 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 but when gore uses stormbreaker it works fine and any other time it's used it's works fine it's like why why because you needed to get them all on a ship to have yeah, those it's moments also like, it's also acting like two weapons are sentient beings or something yes or yeah. some thor literally gives stormbreaker a beer it's and so he dumb also, he also tells i guess Later on in the film, but earlier in the timeline, he tells Mjolnir to watch over Jane Foster, which is like, well, how would a hammer know to do that? But, I mean, that that part I didn't have a problem with. It's more of like talking to it like it's an actual person, but like, yeah. as if but it's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, more yeah. of like an AI, even though it's not an AI, but you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I like that part because initially when it shows Jane Foster go to uh, New Asgard and like kind of will the hammer to her, it's kind of like anyone could have done that if they were like worthy enough but then you get the flashbacks like okay that makes sense i like that he told bjolnir to watch just, over her and that's why like she's the, able to get i don't like the concept of his weapons being like sentient that's just kind of weird to me um or somewhat sentient um i don't okay. like him treating them like people i'm fine with them being yeah. somewhat sentient like a little but not him treating them like they're like they're people so like they're a person then that's stupid they have the fight scene where jay foster comes and it's awkward because thor's like oh it's my ex-girlfriend they're doing all this thing while this is happening christian bale takes the children and transports them in literally the slowest thing i've ever seen um but he t transports them like in this cage and so he gets away and the next day they're like they're valkyrie jane foster huh, i can't say lady thor because that'd be insulting oh lady that thor. part's so dumb um uh and thor are talking about thor's that is when thor's like okay thor uses like his his ability to like see into the kids which is kind of weird because some stuff happens but anyway he talks to them a little bit. He finds out where they're going. And like they'll say, he tries to take off, but Stormbreaker won't let him. Jane Foster tries to take off, but she can't. So then they realize they have to like attach Stormbreaker to a boat, and then the goat go with them. And they're like, what do we need to do? They're like, what do we got to do? They're like, we have to go get other gods to help us. And I know where to go. We go to, what was it called? Uh, oh, man, it was in the comic. But it's way different in the comic. Uh, what's it called? It's I basically like wherever the greek gods are like that's like the olympus all, like, all the it's where all it. the gods uh, convene yeah. but they go there and in the comic like well, hold, hold, real fast first they have okay. they do have a funny joke here like they they're getting ready to leave and thor's like i'm gonna go back give back our children but not to eat them those were those were hard oh, times yeah. like that was a funny joke like that 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 worked yeah good. a joke on norse mythology yeah, that, was, that was pretty good but um yeah. oh well before they get there they have okay so here's one thing I will say the movie did well I thought it did better than all the other movies was the Thor and Jane romance I thought they did a good job yeah. with that the Thor a and Jane romance a lot of flashbacks because there was they never really had a, a yeah. romance in the other movies so they had to really like be like oh look they actually did care about each other yeah so they they did a good job with that that's one of the few things I thought this movie did well was the Thor and Jane romance 
Um, so they have like a moment on the boat or whatever, and they've had moments earlier and we get the flashbacks and stuff. So I thought that was handled well for the most part. Uh, and then they, they go to, dang it, I can't remember the name of the place, but they go to it. I'm so mad because I just read the comic and it's mentioned multiple times. And the comic, he goes there literally just to go to the library because to be seen in front, in front of like the court or whatever, it's like a 200 year wait list. <laughs> like you can't just sneak in there like they do in the movie. Uh, omnipotent city. Yeah, that's it. I'm in the city. So yeah, in the comic, like it's like he, because he's like, I need to talk to the gods and the librarians. Like, okay, dude, it's like a 200 year wait. He's like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, they're kind of backed up. But in this, they just sneak in there. They sneak in there. I mean, the, the state looks cool enough. And I think, and this is the part where like Thor's super excited to see Zeus because like he loves Zeus. And Which I, like I like that aspect of it. I didn't think it was handled the best, but I like yeah. that, like, on paper, I like the element of he's the god of thunder, and Zeus is, like, you know, the god of gods that people always think of, and he's, you know, the god of uh, lightning, so of course Thor would look up to him. I kind of like that, just they didn't handle it the best. Yeah, but so this is, like, this is the part where I think Dylan, uh, Dylan mentioned earlier in the comics, where Thor's, like, maybe gods aren't any good, because, like, here these gods all suck. They're just talking about having orgies and stuff, and Thor's trying to convince them that, well, we need your help. We need your lightning bolt, which I don't really feel like you need the lightning bolt because it doesn't really do it. It can't yeah, kill don't. anybody. The, the, that was pointless. Yeah. That was literally yeah. just to give Valkyrie a weapon. It, was... yeah, it literally can't kill anyone. It doesn't kill Korg, who's terrible in this movie. He is Do so annoying in this yeah, movie. Doesn't kill Zeus. Also, doesn't kill Zeus. <sighs> that moment, they need to stay on it for a, for a, like a teeny bit longer when he kills what? Zeus because I'm like oh that's cool and then it just cuts to like more jokes and like more fight I'm like he wasn't dead I'm like linger on that a bit like let us yeah. see because Thor just took out his hero like Zeus the Zeus give like come on linger on it a bit but no they just yeah. keep just keeps going it's like oh why yeah, that so could have been cool a, Thor, Thor catches his lightning bolt and throws it back through him which he kind of had a really lame power like that's your best power Zeus like really um. But, like, the <laughs> gods want to help, like, him kill him. But, you know, although Zeus tells him, like, he's scared of him and he doesn't want to go after him. And this is where we find out that the god, butcher, like, Gore is trying to go to eternity because the first person that meets the character Eternity or whatever Eternity is. Can make one a, wish. A, a deity. You get one wish and Eternity will grant you whatever it wants. So Could why you didn't wish Thor, for infinite wishes, though? That's the ultimate question. Yeah, okay, but or why didn't Thor tell them this? They could have done this when, uh, when Thanos did his thing and they could have gone and wished everything. That is true. Like, what? That's kind of like a, like, that's one thing I thought about. I was like, well, why didn't they just do that? Kind of breaks That would have been much e easier than yeah. going back in time and getting all the right? stones. Yeah. That is uh, true. But now, if the time stone is still around, could you use the time stone to go back and ask a wish of eternity before Gore no, does? Well, I don't know where the time stone is, because remember, like, uh, Cap had to go back in time and, like, put them all back at their places or something, so I don't know what's going on with the time stone. I'm not... But I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? If you, if you use the time stone to go back in time and ask for the Thanos stuff to never happen in the first place, then is Eternity's wish done? So is Eternity just waiting in that stupid water pool for that one person to show up, and then they just, like, die? Uh, I guess. What other, point, what other point does Eternity have? Oh. Maybe I guess they're uh... literally waiting on Eternity for someone to show. Anywho, so they they find out, okay, well, they know where Thor's at, so they all go to Gore's planet. This is like Dylan said, this is probably the coolest well, they, part they... of the movie where everything's in black and white. Um, Valkyrie, Korg, Korg, Korg gets a lightning bolt thrown through him. Korg should have freaking died. We didn't need Korg here. It's just to take no, you, take Watiti can have himself in his own movie. Yeah, Korg should have died. Korg so has had like a couple of funny moments in the other movies, like with the new Master Sixty Nine and like the freaking piss off ghost. Like he's had a couple of moments that are funny, but he does not need to stick around. Like get he's rid so of. So bad this movie. He's so he's so annoying. So they go to the, they go to the, the Christian Bale planet. And this is the coolest part of the plan. It's like it's it's all things black and white, like Dylan said, with the lighting up of the different like weapons. And I and cool. I do like the part where Jane realizes what his plan is, and she just takes Stormbreaker and chucks it into yeah. space. I like that part. You're wondering why Gore hasn't just straight up killed them, like, and that makes sense. Anywho, so then they they, they find out they need Stormbreaker. So a a, a, str a scene very reminiscent to Stranger Things. Gore gets them all uh, held yeah. up against the wall by like looks like divines from stranger things and he's talking to him and he's telling thor call back stormbreaker i'm gonna hurt them more so thor finally calls back stormbreaker we have a fight where they're fighting the shadow monsters and they, they find the kids aren't there because they're trying to take the kids too but they're somewhere else and so they fight them for a little bit and then oh no valkyrie gets stabbed through the chest or the, the stomach. stomach oh no i wonder if she's dead spoiler someone gets uh, two people get lightning bolts thrown through their chest 
Valkyrie gets stabbed through the stomach and they do not die in this movie. Well, who's the other? Disney, oh yeah. Disney's favorite new thing is to literally stab you through the stomach and you just don't die. It's, it's just, like, just, it's like, it's, just it's, it's don't. A, it's a Monty Python. It's merely a flesh wound. Yeah. That's literally what it is at this point. Because my thing so, is like, I, I would like it if they kill people, but they don't have to. But don't do the fake out in the first place. If you're not going to kill them, then don't put them to where they're almost dead. Don't do that. We needed someone to die because we haven't seen Gore kill anybody. Oh yeah, I agree. He, you, you have him actually fight Sif and kill that giant god on screen. That builds him up so much more. Yeah, but we don't get to see that. Yeah. Uh, or you know, another good thing if you just show him slaughtering younglings, that would have been sick too. Um, just just taking his sword, whacking all the kids like Anakin. Yeah, just, too bad that doesn't happen. That would, uh, so anywho, so that so so Jane Foster's like she's gonna die. We need to get out of here. Thor calls the Bifrost with Stormbreaker, but Gore like comes out of the Earth and stops him and takes Stormbreaker, but they get sent off back to Earth. <clears throat> also, it is so funny that again, right there, oh, Stormbreaker works now. It's like, yeah, why? So they get there and they get back to Earth, and this is when like they have like the uh, the heart to heart where he's like, I love you, Jane. I love you, Thor. Well, blah, blah. well, like, well, first Jane, like when they land there, Jane like. She's not Thor anymore. She gets unThored, and he sees that she's like really having a hard time with the cancer. Yeah, and that's when because, she gets hospitalized. So we, we, we learned that 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 her body can't fight the cancer because because the the power of the the of being Thor because she's a normal human is like killing her because her body's fighting to keep her alive from that. So she's like, if she uses the Thor power again, she's gonna die. And yeah. he's like, don't do it. I can go fight him. I want to have a life here. Don't do this. And she's like, okay. So, and, and Valkyrie, Valkyrie's, Valkyrie's hospital, like, well, yeah. she's actually just sitting in the park. But yeah, she got stabbed. She can't fight. And I thought and they were going to do something cool and Korg, here. And, and Korg is just a, a face. He's just a face, yeah. Box. Yeah. So I, I thought they were going to do something cool here. I'm like, we're going to get the, the, the guy that the movie's named after going to solo the villain. This is awesome. This never happens in Marvel movies. I'm like, yes. The ensemble's gone. Yeah. I'm like, like, teleports there. And somehow he finds out where Thor's go or where Gore's going, um, the the entry the, the entry plaza, which I don't really know how he knew, or maybe I think he did he did he vision in again? I think he I think he visioned in, in again. yeah. So he yeah, because so remember we get the we get the most MCU MCU joke, which is uh, he's right behind me, isn't he? We get that whole thing. Remember yeah. when he's yeah. The kids. So so we get that part. Why uh. the kids? The only reason Gore had the kids was. To lore him for Stormbreaker. That planet. Now that he has Stormbreaker, why doesn't he just... If he doesn't want to kill the kid, just let him go. Why well, because he, he misses around? his kid. Now he's got, like, a, a thousand kids or a dozen kids. Have, the, have these kids around. Because he misses um, his child, Ian. So now he has, like, two dozen kids with him. He's like, come on, children, we're going on a field trip. So this, this place that you need Stormbreaker for, conveniently, is a gate that takes forever to open because Stormbreaker takes forever to open it. So yep. you, it, very convenient. Thor gets there. And he goes to fight Gore, but then Gore creates the shadow monsters with his sword. And I guess we forgot to say that the sword is, like, corrupting slash killing Gore. At the same yeah. time, it, like, gives you all this power, but it also, like, kills you. Yep. Um, so, all these shadow monsters come out, and you're like, oh, no, what's going to happen? And the stupidest part of the movie, Thor turns to the kids, and he's like, he grants them all the power of Thor. All these kids, anyone that so believes, all these Asgardian kids, or most of them, get the power of Thor... And they all get to go fight these shadow monsters. And not one of them gets hurt. Not one of them gets killed. They all just start whooping these shadow monsters. Because earlier it was oh. like they took out half of Asgard's army. Yeah. But I think that's more, again, that falls on Valkyrie for having a garbage-ass army because she's a horrible ruler and never should have been chosen. But anyways, like, yeah. the, so, but now these kids can just take them on. And, like, <sighs> this doesn't make story sense, and it doesn't make sense in the in the... It doesn't make story sense, and it doesn't make sense for the viewer because you don't care about watching these kids fight these shadow monsters. It has to be yeah. for kids because it does nothing for the story and it does nothing for really anything else. It's not even cool. Um, so they're, they're like those... the idea of Thor giving his powers to other for like a limited time. Like I, I don't mind that, but the way it all went about and like, I don't I, know like, like you it. said, He's never done it before. And like you said, well, he, Jane literally has it. Um, so like I like that part. I wouldn't mind in a different context, but here it's like, like you said, I don't care about seeing these children fight and they shouldn't be able to take on these monsters. Like, it's really stupid. Yeah. But they, 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 like I said, they, they think they got better monsters than adults. And then we get the throwdown. We're like, okay, here we go. You get Thor versus uh, Gore. Gore. And Thor gets his ass kicked. 
and you're like, oh no. And then as soon as you start seeing him get his ass kicked, you're like, oh no, I know what's going to happen. Because especially there's one scene where he's like, Gore's over top of him with a sword, and he's pushing the sword in his face, and Thor's stopping it with his hands. And you're like, Mjolnir's, Mjolnir's going to come through and hit him, isn't he? And yep. Jane uh, Foster shows up and gives her whole Karen speech because he's like, yeah. Lady Thor. And she's like, I'm not Lady Thor. I'm the mighty Thor. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, God. Uh, time. Cancer, Damn. kill her already. <laughs> I she... I did not mind Jane Foster's movie. I actually liked her until that scene happened. Yeah. And I was like, that was kill so, yourself. That was so, yeah, that was such annoying. <laughs> that was so pushing. Um, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, you can't be so, a queen. You must be a king. You can't be later to the warrior. The might. It's like. So he. So she. They, that's she, what they, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna write an article she, and be like, Taika Waititi's trying to erase women. Yeah. So um, <laughs> they break his sword, uh, and you're like, okay, his power's gone. Although the gates already been opened, but then his sword starts coming back together like Mjolnir did. So Lathor like calls back to Mjolnir, the pieces of Mjolnir back together, and then lightning strikes to destroy the sword. So now he's not so evil, but then... They just like, let him walk through. Yeah, because Thor goes over to What's-Her-Name, and he walks through, and then I guess they walk through, too? I don't remember them walking through, do you? Or it, like, takes them all in, I don't remember, dude. It must take I them all remember. in, but he had, to, he had to actually walk through. They didn't. That doesn't make any sense. I the think maybe when he there. goes through, it does a... Psh, maybe they were back. I don't know, dude. There. Nothing in this movie makes sense. No one thought through anything when making also, this movie. I just, like, picture one of the kids, like, like throwing a rock at the Shadow Monster. The Shadow Monster like, or one of the kids freaking sprints, and then, like... Yeah. I wish for all the candy in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no. Gorsh's like, no. <laughs> you, get, you get to. Oh, the kid's <laughs> just like, candy. You, you just see Thor just straight up murder this, or Gorsh just straight up murder this kid and turn and get anything about it. <laughs> That'd um, be hilarious. So you get to eternity and it's just like this person, but it's like, that's just like a silhouette of stars. And, and Thor comes over and he's like, I can't stop you, even though I don't know why you still couldn't kill him right there. But I was like, I can't stop you. Go ahead and say your wish. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be with the people I love before I die. And so Gore, he's getting ready to go, like, ask the if they're eternity to kill all gods. And then Jane Foster's like, you can wish for your daughter back alive. Make she, she, love. She, she'll, she'll have someone Make to care love, for her. War. Yeah. So yeah, this guy Gore, I've been fighting all Gore, the movie. The I'll let him is, take care of my uh, daughter. Yeah, yeah Gore the Pussy is. Like, sees the good in a god and asks for his daughter to be back alive. And at the same time, Jane Foster's dying and so is he. So, like, he's, his daughter comes back alive. I guess the attorney just dies or pieces out. I don't know what attorney's deal is now. Um, but the daughter comes back and Jane Foster dies and goes to Valhalla, which we see later. And even though she didn't die in battle because the battle was over. So... The battle tired her out, so she died from the that. But she the, she was not in battle. Remember Thor telling her, you have to die in battle. She was not in battle when she died. I think if you succumb to wounds you had in battle, you do. But Sif Those was like, her fine. wounds from battle, though. Those yes, it was. That, that no, was no, because the battle tired her out. If if she didn't battle, she survives. So, um... I was uh, like how, like, Heimdall's there and no one else. Yeah, Heimdall looks so cool. I it just Elba looks so dope. Like he, yeah, he's, he's always dope, cool. Dude. He's just like a badass. But so then we get to like Thor back at New Asgard, and he's raising raising his real life daughter, I guess adopted daughter in the sh in the movie, and it's just like Thor being a dad, being a buddy, and does she was she using Mjolnir? She was right, or was he using it? No, uh, no, he was. He was not her. Okay. He has Mjolnir now. So they were they were and she has like superpowers because she's born of eternity. So she yeah. they were going out to fight together, fighting this monster on some weird creature, and that's where yeah, the movie is. Yeah, because Thor ends. just travels around the ship. Or so, and it also shows that like Valkyrie's trying to train the Asgard people to be better. Yeah, she shouldn't be ruler. She's incompetent and a dumbass. But yeah, and it's just not not very great. The best part is the best part of the movie is Gore, but you don't you hardly see him. Yeah, and like something I thought of like while I was watching the movie, I was like, you know who Thor actually is? He's George of the Jungle, <laughs> like literally the same character. Like that's how Taika Waititi writes Thor as George of the Jungle. Like, yeah, they, he just tell me I'm wrong. Like move. that's him. He's just making him a big. Which what really sucks is, I mean, I didn't like what the what the Russo brothers did with Thor and Endgame. Okay, so hold on, let me speak on that real quick. I didn't like what they did at first either, 
But I kind of came to understand it because if you have the Thor from Infinity War, he takes out Thanos by himself. Yeah. I so you have to do I, something to sideline him. I understand him. why they did that. It's still, I still don't like it. I and I, and I and the problem is they made Thor so cool in Infinity War that when you do that to him, you make him a joke. You make him an idiot and like a joke of a character. It just sucks. Well, it was kind of like. It was his depression and dealing with everything because his one goal, like the thing that was driving him and keeping him going after all, he killed all the Asgardians and everything, well, after Thanos killed them, was I'm going to kill Thanos. And then once he accomplished that goal, he just had to live with himself and there was nothing for him. And so that's why he got all fat and depressed and kind of just became an idiot. Like, I kind of, like, I I wasn't the biggest fan of what they did with him, but over time I've kind of understood, like, no, why I'm they so, did it and what they did. Oh, I understand what they did. I'm still not a fan of it. I feel like I, I just... Well, I, I mean, like, it kind of makes sense for the character in the world, like I just said, about, like, the journey he went on because he had that one goal. He chops it, he chopped off Thanos' head in the beginning endgame, and then it's like the years just go by and he has no purpose anymore. His people are gone. Like... That's not true. Asgard's still there. No, it's not. Asgard came back after, like, the snap. Wait, everyone Asgard was snapped? There's no way everyone no, Asgard no. was snapped. Everyone was... Remember in the beginning of Infinity War, he kills everyone on the ship. That's all of Asgard because they escaped uh, Asgard blowing up in Ragnarok, and then he kills Loki and all the like all the other Asgardians on there, or half of them because oh, that's, that's what he does. Another problem with this movie, there's like 14 recaps that Korg does. Oh yes, not just Korg, not just Korg. Korg does like two recaps, and then there's like five additional recaps. There's a lot, yeah. yeah. There's so many recaps that they're trying to like. The one it makes sense for is is uh well I guess the first one makes sense because they're trying to like because there's so much Marvel stuff that they're trying to get you caught up to where Thor is, and the other one is is the is the him and Jane Foster stuff because you didn't really, don't really see that in the other movies. Yeah. Well, all the other like recaps, it's just like oh my goodness, we get it. I've seen it. I don't need more. You yeah, know? and and it's so something that's recaps. really so weird many. about that with all the recaps because it came out that um Marvel mandated that this movie had to be under two hours. So why do oh, they why? fill it with recaps? I, th You know why I think? Why? More screenings. If you're like the Batman, you're three hours, you don't get as many screenings. But if you're under two hours, they could just make that money. They could just they could fill up theaters and just have so many but, screenings. That's what I think. I don't know. Two and a half hours doesn't seem like that much it's more. Not, I think that's not that is a lot more. It was under two hours. I know it's under two hours. I just feel like the run... T I feel like two and a half hours is normal kind of now for superhero movies. But, you know, it's, that's... I did see that, which I thought was weird. But I mean, you could, you could be completely right. That's my be. guess. I don't know any other reason why. Who would have thought we'd be halfway through the year and Top Gun would be the far and away the most the the freaking biggest movie of the year? I know that's weird. The Top Gun but, earned the most money. I'm happy it deserved it, but that is weird. It just I think it just passed uh, Titanic for like Paramount's biggest movie ever. Like, isn't that crazy? Paramount did Titanic. I think they distributed it. I don't, I don't know. I just I read. I, I saw that it's the it's the highest grossing domestic movie for Paramount. I saw that. Yeah. So no other movie in the U.S. has grossed more for Paramount ever. I saw yeah, that. That's just that's just crazy to me that like we're at top like Top Gun is. I mean, there's a lot of movies this year. Like I did not think we're good. I mean, I'll say this: Batman was really good. Like Batman, and so was Spider Man. It's weird. Spider Man came out. Spider Man came year, out. No, it? it didn't. It came out last year. I thought it came out in March. No. What? Ian, it came out in December. You're right, my bad. Because we saw it again uh, in, uh, like, February? I can't remember. Yeah, right. We saw it again this year. We saw it a second time. That's why. Uh, yeah, the Batman was really good. Yeah. But, um... That's where it came out. The Black year. Phone just made over 100 mil also, which is insane yeah. for an R-rated horror movie. That's the not Black a franchise. Really That's not oh, a Black franchise Phone. or anything, yeah, so... They're probably going to try and turn it into a franchise now. You're going to have a black phone in salt lake city or something else but i don't know yeah thor i give like a five it's not a really good thor movie the villain is the best part but you don't get enough of him you don't get he's called the god butcher and you see him kill one god yeah, and it's like, like you don't even really see it happen he like and he doesn't even do it like himself he just like the ha the sword comes to him and just like chops it off and that's like, yeah he's like <sighs> like i don't know i still understand what they were going for with the effects at the beginning of that movie it's really weird how the god looks it's, it's really weird. It also it makes Insanely me just, weird. Oh, man, it also would have been so much cooler if they would have done the comic where th he Thor first meets him like a thousand years ago. Like that would have been so cool if Thor met him a thousand years ago and then he's back. Like and then we could have had that flashback. Like that would have been cool instead of this introduction where he just yeah, like the guardians shows aren't up. really used at all. Um, 
They're in it for like two seconds. And Chris Which Pratt is a shame because I didn't, I didn't want them to be throughout the entire movie. But Thor and the Guardians had such good repertoire in Infinity War. But also that was James Gunn writing that. He wrote the dialogue for all that, so... Which I think when it comes to dudes that make very jokey comic book movies, I think James Gunn's better than Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi's humor is like all the same, and it's just, he just, I mean, it's not just him. It's all of Marvel of just throw as many jokes as possible. Like No, I, no Marvel does a lot of like too much jokes, but it's it's so much more in Taika Waititi and James Gunn movies. Like I remember that was like the first half hour of Guardians 2 is like a ton of jokes that just do not land. It's all just like, hey, look at this fight. It's like I, I, a taser face. It's like, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like Dylan said, I feel like this is a lot like Ragnarok. So I don't understand the people. You know what it is? I bet, I bet if Ragnarok never happened, people would love this movie. But because they've already seen like the exact same mm-hmm. formula once, that's why they don't like it as much. Maybe. Like, oh, it's too jokey. It's not as serious as we want. It's like, yeah, because the same thing as Ragnarok. You just liked it the first time. You don't like it the second time. Maybe. Also, something that pisses me off is, like, in the first movie, in Ragnarok, I mean, not the first Thor, but the first one that Teiko T did, you had the, you know, I can't beat you, but he can. And then this one, I can't beat you, but Jane can. I'd like, it's like, can Thor, Thor, can Thor ever take it, the villain out by himself? Like, nope. also, that's something that's never explained is, like, she's a new Thor and she just automatically is amazing at it. Instead, it would have been much more interesting to see her be, like, incredibly powerful because she's Thor, but not know what she's doing. Like, that would have been way more interesting to be like, hey, you know, I'm super powerful, but, like, I'm just kind of swinging this thing around. <laughs> like, that would have been way more... Instead, like, she's got all the moves. She knows how to, like, break apart Mjolnir and bring it back together. Like, she knows how to do everything. It's never explained why. It's never like, oh, maybe whoever's ruled, wielded Mjolnir, their, like, memories of fighting or whatever well, overcomes the person that's doing it. Like, they could have... Keep- done that if they wanted to even if they wanted to they wouldn't have time with this runtime yeah but instead um, it's just she can take on gore in a 1v1 it's like yeah, okay that's stupid gore the way yeah i don't know it's an okay movie it's not our last marvel movie of the year it's the second to last marvel we movie got like of the black year. panther right it's not yeah. the last one black panther's last um, <laughs> i don't know how that's gonna go That'll yeah. be. and it's rumored that dr doom's in that and like the uh he's rumored to be in the after credit scene that was just that trending sucks. on twitter day that's that, that's not good. Isn't he like supposed to be like one of the best villains in the Marvel universe? He's like him and Reed Richards are the two smartest dudes in the Marvel universe. So the Reed Richards like gets turned into spaghetti fingers because he's an idiot. That's a different universe, Reed Richards. So okay. yeah, this uh, Doctor Doom's freaking. <laughs> Watch him like he'll have an some type. He used to like be an intern at Stark Industries or something. That's what they'll do for him. Oh. So superhero movies we have coming out. We have Black Panther. We have uh, Black Adam. We have DC League of Super Pets. Ooh. We have Shazam. Which one are you most looking forward to? Uh, I guess Black Adam, probably. Yeah, I would say Shazam, but Shazam's third act is so not good, and it's going to be more of just like the Shazam family, which I don't really yeah. care for. Yeah. Like I don't know why they refuse to focus on Shazam, and they do the, what do you call it. Um, yeah. No idea. <laughs> I don't know. Black Adam trailer just didn't do anything for me. Uh, yeah, the trailer wasn't too great, but I'm just like, cause it's something like different. That's why I'm kind of like looking for, and it's got the JSA, so I'm kind of interested to see how that plays out with Doctor Fate and Hawkman. Doctor Fate that. looks so sick. Doctor yeah. Fate looks so cool. So I hope that's good. Um, we only got three more superhero movies this year. Isn't that weird? I mean, that's still a lot. Oh, we gotta watch the Gray Man because my uh my Netflix subscription ends the twenty seventh. When does the Gray Man come out? The twenty second, and my Netflix subscription ends the twenty seventh, so we have to watch well, it before then. All right, I'm down. I, I want to watch it. Looks good. Uh, did you see the trailer for the Woman King? No, I I saw everyone everyone mocking it. I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> it's hilarious because like I saw that trailer. It was like based on real events. I was like, is it? So I looked it up, and. Is it? Uh, you, you know what that tribe is known for? What? Slavery. Like, that's their <laughs> big export, is slavery. That's the reason they have, like, a whole female warrior base. They're called, like, the something Amazons. I remember the name. Oh, because um, they sell all their men off? They, they're all their men either die in combat or are sold as slaves. Legit, <laughs> like that's why. Like they still have uh, male warriors, but they have like so little because they sold them as slaves and they all died <laughs> that they had to start training women. And also, you know, they're all like strong, independent women in the movie. But in the in actuality, they're all married to the king. As soon as you join that, doesn't matter your age, you're married. You're the king's wife. 
And um, you know how they got taken out? How? They had two battles with the French. And you know, like, it's a thing. <laughs> it was funny because in the, in the second battle, like, the Wikipedia thing is like, they took primarily all of them out with a bayonet charge. <laughs> straight out. Yeah, it's so funny that like these like female warriors got taken out by like the gayest Europeans that are known for retreating. It's like we be, we will stab. It's like uh, that one of the oh, man one of the battles I saw like the statistics were like two thousand of like those warriors died, and, like ninety French dudes died. So like. It's so funny because the trailer is like they're just kicking ass. There's these dudes with guns that they're just destroying. They're so good, but in actuality, like a bayonet charge, they had no clue what that tactic was and got killed by it. The freaking French, and I believe if I remember correctly, when I read the Wikipedia thing, was the reason the French came after him was because the French had like protectorates in uh in the uh what's it called, in Africa, and they went and attacked them. Those Amazons went and attacked them. So the French are like, what are you doing? Those are our, like, protectorates. Because another thing they were known for was human sacrifice. So they would go and, like, attack other tribes and stuff, take people as slaves, and then, like, sacrifice people. But none of that's in the trailer. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Not they, 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 got, they, have, they, have a, they have a story or agenda they want to push. It's just oh, so... man. What? Our upcoming Marvel movies are Black Panther, Ant-Man the Wasp Quantumania, The Marvels, I don't know what that is, Blade, and Fantastic Four. Wait, is The Marvels an actual movie? uh, Blade could be good. I have no clue who's doing it, though. Herschel Ali with Blade, that could be cool. The Marvels is coming out next year. Blade, okay, I don't know who's directing or writing it, but Blade could potentially be good. Probably not, because Blade's a darker character and it's the MCU, so who knows. But I, the casting's good, and Blade's a cool character, so I'm excited for Blade. But Looking forward to The Way of Water. The hell's that? Oh, that's Avatar. Uh, no. I mean, it looks pretty. I could say that. It looks so pretty. But that's about it. I still hate that first movie so much. The first Avatar? I, I think it's aged poorly, hasn't it? Like, story-wise, like, I don't think people love it. as Like, when it first came out, people loved it. <laughs> Something that I saw was hilarious. I saw someone on Twitter that, I don't think it was a summer. I think it was a Discord. I do think the music in the trailer is dope. I saw someone, like, they're, like, part of an Avatar Discord, and they're like, this Avatar Discord's so chill, it's just dudes just re-watching Avatar. They <laughs> <laughs> post a screenshot, guys, like, got off for the weekend, guess what I'm doing? <laughs> it was, like, a picture of Avatar and his, like, 50-inch flat screen. is like, nice. Dude got, like, a drink because re-watching Avatar for the 12th time. It's like, that is, that rules. <laughs> it's like... Just some chill dudes just all talking about how much they love this one movie that came out in 2009. Yeah, I, I, I hope Avatar's good for their sake. For the OG I, Avatar fans. I hate <laughs> the first Avatar. I, I, well, as a movie, I, for, I think I've seen Have I seen it twice? Yes, because I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it on Redbox, and you watched it with me and Dad oh, on Redbox. Okay. So yeah, I know you've seen it twice because of that. I saw it in theaters, and I, oh, yeah, I didn't come out of there and be like, that movie sucked. And people yeah. were talking about how good it was. And I was like, it's terrible. Um, it's weird it's coming out, what, 13 years later? Like, man. And we're supposed to get, like, 13 more movies after this. I mean, James Cameron is definitely dying before the series gets completed. But... James Cameron is, like, a, go- a legitimately good filmmaker, like, widely considered one of the best. Why is this what he attaches himself to? Why is it, like, if he would have kept making Terminators himself, Terminator could still be a good franchise, potentially. The two he made were great. Maybe if he would have stuck with Alien, because the one Alien movie he made was great. Like, there were these other franchises that he was a part of, but he's like, nah, the blue alien people that like trees. That's my beat. Why? Why is that what you like, dude? Well, it's, isn't he, like, a big environmentalist and stuff? So like this. I don't know. Everyone out. in Hollywood is. And then they ride Let's their see. private jets around the world. And it's like, well, you don't I care know. about the so environment did... that much. Yeah, he hasn't done really... Man, he yeah. hasn't done really anything. He, ju- he just been making bank off producing Terminator reboot, saying this one's the true successor well, to made, my movies. Well, he, he was he was he was in the documentaries in the 2000s. Like that's all he made. That's my favorite part. And then, 
about that's kind of weird every time there's a new terminator they just give uh they give cameron a bag and he just shows up for 10 seconds and says this is the true those other ones nah those ones suck this one's the true successor t2 this is it and then it comes out and it sucks dick and everyone's just like why did james cameron lie to us <laughs> yeah he uh it's kind of weird yeah, he hasn't done he actually when you look at his directing history he hasn't done much He's th- he did Titanic, he did Terminator okay, 1 so, and 2, he did Aliens. Yeah, what do you mean? Like, like he, so he did uh, Piranha 2, The Spawning, Terminator Wait, Aliens. he directed Piranha 2? Are you sure? He's not... Yeah, this is an old movie in the 80s. Yeah, Piranha 2, The Spawning. Um, I'm looking at His first movie was like Xenogenesis, never heard of it. Oh my goodness, the Avatar 3, Avatar 4, Avatar 5, The Informist. The informa- uh, information. Martini Ranch, was a music video, The Abyss, Truth Lies, Battle Across Time. Like, yeah, I mean, he's done good movies. I'm not debating that. It's just I didn't realize he had done so little movies. Like, he he really liked documentaries. I mean, that's what got him into Avatar, all these documentaries. He's just like, I don't know. Uh, I think he did Avatar because he got jailed. I don't know. With, uh... Titanic is not a good movie. Yeah, it's not. Good. I mean, it made a ton of money. It's not. Good I still, I've never seen it in full. I've never. I, I was dating one of my exes and. I'll never forget. She brought out the cassette tape, and oh, most yeah. people don't. The people VHS? know what the cassette tape is. Yeah, VHS, it was not too, a cassette it was tape. Too, cassette was, would it, be something you're listening oh, yeah, to. <laughs> let's listen. Too, hey, babe, let's listen to it was Titanic. Literally two, it was literally three two hours. Video, it was literally two videotapes. Like it was two video cassettes that, um, it was that long. I never saw that before. And nothing, nothing happens in the first two hours. Like you, like. Like you're so happy that they hit oh, the yeah, iceberg. He did True Lies. You were so happy in the movie that they hit the iceberg. The funniest part of that movie is like the dude that falls off the back that like hits the humongous rudder on the way down. So like he either gets a concussion and then drowns or like dies by hitting that thing. But that's like the funniest part. It's like unironically funny. So he hasn't like, done like a movie I've enjoyed since 1994. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? Like you didn't realize that, did you? Until you look at it, you're like, damn, it's been a while. Well, no, I I knew it's been a while because he'd been doing freaking avatars, but because he w- had planned Avatar one like way before it came out, and he was like he had to wait for the technology. Like I, I remember reading that before, like he had Avatar planned, I think like a decade or something prior to it coming out, but he's like that that technology's not there, so he's just waiting. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Do you would you would you have wanted? I I think he could have done good. Make like. You give him the control, he could have done Star Wars Episode Seven. Like he could have taken Star Wars over. A hundred percent, he wouldn't do it, but a hundred percent. Yeah, I think he'd have been good. He, he I, I, one hundred percent would have been like to see what he would have done. I think he could have done something real good. But because, like, other than because, I won't say ta- I haven't seen Titanic, but I think Titanic's more of not a bad movie, but a movie that's not for me. Like it's not, it's not for me. Oh, some people love it. I. Yes, some people I, I love it, it, but like it's it's not made for the person I am. <laughs> like it's not made for me. So boring. It's so boring. Also, so in Titanic, she falls in love with the one dude, right? Like, or she she falls in lust really. She Leo DiCaprio. Right. Okay, because mm-hmm. she's engaged to this really. She she comes from a super wealthy family. I don't remember if they're moving to America Stupid or what. Rich I don't remember. Bitch. Yeah, but she, yeah, Rose. So she's coming from like wealth, extreme wealth, and she's—I don't remember betrothed, engaged, whatever it is—to this super rich jerk guy, right? Like to make him a complete. Oh, well, like uh, arranged marriage. I don't remember if it's arranged, but it's basically arranged. Like I don't remember the exact thing, but right, like this dude is super rich, and he's mm-hmm. a—you know—they make him a jerk. So she falls in love with this with Jack on the boat, and you know he's like this—he's like the scum guy from New York that barely is getting by. The cum guy. I didn't say that, but he—he's barely Close getting enough. by. You know, he's like he like he like hitchhikes around. He's like you know cool, and and you know they—they're on the like the boat for like what five days and they die. Maybe not in five days they're together, right? Mm-hmm. But so she goes off, and she, you know for you know they have the famous GIF. It's been eighty-four years. She has a family with other people, but she never forgets her first true love, and she loves Jack. I don't think she actually loved Jack. She. <laughs> She was rich. She loved the lifestyle of being rich. She loved. She loved all the stuff that came with it. I think if they get off that boat together, they get they get, they break up like in two months. She did, would not have loved what he had to do. Like his lifestyle, his crappy stuff in America. Like she was just. She was. Just, it was just a fling for her. She didn't actually love him. She just loved the rush of it. So I've always had issue with that. She. Didn't, I, I still hold that if they would have been together like for two weeks off that boat, she would have 
divorced his ass because she was so used to all the rich stuff, she wouldn't have she wouldn't have been able to deal with it. Hmm. I'll, I never seen the movie, but I'll yeah, agree. I'm telling you. But I, I felt, Sounds how, like how a dumb feel for her husband. This dumb chick holds, carries around a picture of this dude she dated for like four days, and that's who she really loves. She never really loved you. I think that makes you feel. That would feel really bad. Yeah. That would uh. That she's would make a, me feel bad. All this, all she does is thinks about this dude at night and how she misses him. Yet she's had, she has kids and grandkids with you, but she doesn't really care about you. Also, like, I don't know how where that on the pedo scale where that falls when you're like 85 and you're lusting over like a 15 year old. You miss your 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 boy your 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 four day boyfriend. Yeah. That like I'm saying, but you know what I'm saying? Like she was so used to being rich that you know back in America in the 1920s or whenever it was. If you weren't rich, you know, you live like this was like, you know, you live a crappy life. It's not like today. Like you oh, live yeah. a crap, like a not good life. Yeah, because that, that was living... before World War Two happened when yeah, we, things was, got good for used, America. She was used to like a lot of like, um, I hate to use the word privilege, but, you know, fancy things, having money, having wealth, getting to do what she wants, getting to travel, getting to do stuff. There's no way they stick together after that. Zero chance. She didn't actually love him. And that's one of the reasons she doesn't let him up on the on the on the on the wood, too. But, like I, I just wanted some dick. I didn't actually want to be with you. you terrible, can... terrible movie. Terrible movie. Boring, boring. I don't know anyone that can tell you the first two hours of that movie is not boring. Like you can say it's a good movie, but the first two hours is so boring. You're just like, please hit the iceberg. It's so, them, uh, it's so weird that Titanic happened in real life. Like, I know, just a boat full of people went into an iceberg. Like, it sounds so just dumb. It's like, just move out the way of the iceberg, yeah, idiot. How the hell do you not see that big thing of ice right there? Like, it, like it's such a tragedy, you know, it's a horrible thing a bunch of people died. But it's like, in modern terms, it's like, damn, you really didn't see the iceberg? You couldn't just move out the way? Like, <laughs> yeah, nineteen. That's crazy. Nineteen, a hundred and ten years ago. Is that crazy? Damn. Wow. Um, and then it just freaking, uh, that MF or sank. Um, no, but it's not. It's not a good movie. No. It's not. So you, just you, like. That's the movie you'll fall asleep in. Just like sure. Thor: Love and Thunder. Just like Thor: Love and Thunder. That was, uh, that was uh, we somehow got to Titanic because we started talking about Avatar and got to James Cameron and he started ranting about Titanic. James Cameron, please come make Star Wars movies instead of Avatar movies. He won't do it. Disney won't give him control and he ain't freaking, he's a legendary director. Also, I know him and him and George are like somewhat friends because they were like all a part of that time of like directors coming I, up and stuff. It, George Cameron, James Cameron to me is like he's like friends with every director. Like he's friends with Steven Spielberg. Like I feel like he's kind of like a guy that's a kind of friends with everybody. Well, he like all those guys, a lot of those guys are friends. Some of them have beef. Yeah. Like um, was it Tarantino and Oliver Stone? I think uh, Tarantino I feels like he has beef with a lot. Like Tarantino's a much different director. So I can no, see he he, he yeah, oh man, he has beef with um because he wrote like a script for a movie, uh, but back before he like. He was a big name, and he mainly got his money off like writing screenplays and stuff. And his screenplay got adapted by some other director. He didn't like what he did with it, and like they changed imagine, stuff. Like he got pissed. Just imagine like Marvel ordered a screenplay for the next Ant Man movie, but it was from uh, Quentin Tarantino. But they would they just clean they just like well, PG thirteen like, after, uh... after he wrote it. He loves like uh, Silver Surfer. Like he had that in Pulp Fiction. There's like a Silver. They talk about Silver oh. Surfer from. So he, made, he writes a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. And you just like, but they have to like. You let him write it however he wants to. Then you have someone come in and script doctor it afterwards to clean it out the PG-13. It'd be really interesting to see. Well, there was that thing like he was working on a Star Trek movie, and they like Paramount was like, "Okay, we'll let you make your R-rated Star Trek movie." I have no clue what happened with that. Then he says he's only making like one or two more movies. That's it. Yeah, because he wants to. Because he says he feels like there's a window for you to be a director, and he feels like directors go off a cliff, and he doesn't want to get there. He says he wants to leave wanting. He wants to leave while you still want more, not when he's like down the hill. And also, he like I think he has kids with like a twenty year old woman or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I thought he was declining after Hateful Eight, but he came back with Once Upon a Time. No. How would he be declining off one movie, though? No, I'm just saying, if it kept like going that, like, if Once Upon a Time wasn't very good either, then you could say, you know, he's kind of declining. But Once Upon a Time was so good. It's so that's good. A, it's uh, it's up there as maybe my favorite now. Like, it's yeah, like, it's, it's climbed. Top, I've liked it even more. It's a top-tier Tarantino film. It is a top, top, top three Tarantino Spawn film. Spawn Ranch. So great. That whole which Spawn is, which Ranch is, which, is, which, is, which I think Hateful Eight's a bottom Tarantino film. 
I think I... my top two Tarantino films are Inglorious and uh, Once Upon a Time. Mine's Reservoir Dogs and Once Upon a Time. I love Reservoir Dogs. You haven't seen Reservoir Dogs, have you? Uh, I've seen a lot of it. I don't think I've ever seen it all in one sitting. How have you seen some of it? Not watch YouTube clips and stuff. Oh, it's so good. But I think I think Once Upon a Time might be my favorite now. It's so, that whole Spawn ranch I, sequence. I, I, I love Inglorious. And Glorious uh, is great too. I got that four. I'm glad they re-released like, that. Those 4K are those are clearly a step above Hateful Eight. Well, Hateful Eight's really good. It's just the problem is you can't really watch it again because it's all about the mystery. I, I like Hateful Eight. I don't think it's as good as Once Upon a Time. I don't think it's like one of his top tier movies. But I still yeah, think, in terms of movies overall, it's still a really good movie. It's just you can't watch it again because it all plays on like a, it's like a whodunit sort of deal. And once I you wonder, know that, I wonder who will. I don't know what his next movie is going to be. Let's look it up right now, real fast. I don't know. You know uh, what? I, Spielberg's like working on a western for his next one. I just Everyone read said about, West Side Story was amazing. Well, why don't uh, you watch it? You're the reason it failed at the box yeah, office. It's I your don't really fault. Care for that. Uh, uh, Tarantino's next project is a non-fiction novel titled "Cinema Speculation." Oh, that's it. He, well, it's him just writing a novel. He's that's another thing he's like been doing is writing novels, and he's into it. Um, yeah, it's a book. But so I don't know. I guess his movie project hasn't been announced yet. But I, I think Spielberg's making a western, which I am down for. We need more good filmmakers making modern westerns because the modern western has not had a good time. It's either like really bad straight to DVD, or it's like some super artsy person. Like, what if cowboys were gay? And it's like okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> that's literally the two modern westerns. It's oh, like no, straight to DVD, two dollar budget, or what if these two cowboys sucked each other off? Wouldn't that be cool? And it's like, yeah, those aren't. <laughs> Can't there be good westerns? Where's the Unforgivens of today? I oh, know you can't. Uh, yeah. Oh no, it's based on. What are you talking about? Spielberg's western. No, I don't think it, I don't think it's a western. Daylight states that the legendary filmmaker is attached to direct a feature focused on the iconic Steve McQueen character Frank Bullet. Bullet, a cop in San Francisco on the hunt for the mob, the, the mob boss killed a witness. The film was best known for his iconic car chase. So is he remaking that film? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Or is it the behind the scenes or something? I heard something about him making a western. So, so, oh yeah, yeah. It was at the end of last year. It says he has a few westerns in development. He's like uh, thinking of adapting. Oh. I guess. I guess he's got a few. Oh, no, still, like still gonna have to do whatever he wants. I, my most excited film I can think of for the next year or so is still the uh, the Nolan movie. I think I, I'm really. Oppenheimer, uh, which his entire cast is just all of Hollywood. Yeah. I, I, Nolan I, is Nolan. Like I think Nolan will do a great job with that because Nolan is really good when he's more grounded. When he has stuff like. Inception's still amazing, but like when he has like Interstellar and Tenet, where he kind of goes off into like crazier concepts that he can't really explain. It, it, it's where he well, gets he did a good job lost. with Inception with it. He explained it. Yeah. But my next so. freaking movie is Operation Fortune, which I don't know when it's gonna come out because that's the Guy Ritchie movie where they had Ukrainian gangsters and it's supposed to come out like in March or whatever, and it got delayed because it's like we can't have Ukrainians being bad people because Russia's trying to kill them all right now. It's like it's a movie. Come on. Let there be Ukrainian gangsters. Who cares? This is, this is uh, <sighs> how the world works. I just want a new Guy Ritchie movie, dude. And he's doing, like, I think he's doing a war movie after that, too, which has me hyped. I, I wonder what Mel Gibson's doing. Speaking of good directors, what he's doing next? Who knows what that guy's That's doing. who I'd like to see do a Thor movie. A Mel Gibson Thor movie would that be. That would be a very violent Thor movie. That'd be, I'd do it. It never happened in a million years, but a Mel Gibson Thor movie would be sick. I'd be down for that. But, anyways, we kind of rambled on about it. Stuff. This is the longest episode of Nerd Talk we've done in forever. Anyone that's, anyone that's made it this far, I read a comic book for you. I want y'all y'all asses to go watch Titanic and report back. That's <laughs> what I want to happen now. You want them to spend three hours? Yeah, I want them they, to go You can read the comic you read in less time than want, watching Titanic. It took, it, took me, it took me like at least an hour to read that comic. Probably more. Well, that's... Um, you could. I want. Yeah. I want them to go watch Titanic now. But I'm saying, go if you it. just sit down and read the comic, you could do it in less time. Than do Titanic. it. Go watch Titanic. Whoever's still listening, Danny and Soundwave and uh, Logan and Solo. I know all y'all made it this far. Go watch Titanic and report back what you think. 
Well, there you go. So, thanks everyone who made it this far, and we will. Well, next time we'll probably well, because we already recorded when Ian talked about Titans, the comic the, that he read. We'll talk about that probably next time because this is over an hour, so I'm not gonna attach to this, but we'll probably attach it to the next one. So, thanks everyone for listening, and we'll see you later. Peace. Goodbye, everyone.